When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome and happy Corbin Carroll Day to all those who observe. My name is Derek. Mon- Everyone observes, Derek. There is literally Everyone. no one who does not observe. Everybody observes. Welcome to this podcast we call the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of the Corbin Carroll fan club. This guy over here is the vice mayor of the Corbin Carroll fan club. He's also known as Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. This is an exciting day, Derek. I mean, we've literally been counting down the days to it's this here. one for yep. months, years yep. even. I mean, Corbin I mean, Carroll was drafted back in 2019, and here we are amazingly like three years later, and a guy who was drafted out of high school and dealt with a pandemic and had a season-ending shoulder injury after like two weeks of his second season in the big leagues, um, and somehow he's here with like 600 professional plate appearances. It is remarkable what Corbin Carroll has done uh, to get to this point. And now we just get to celebrate and we just get to enjoy today as the best Diamondbacks position player prospect in 15 years makes his major league debut at Chase Field. What a year for this young man. It seems like yeah. just yesterday he was sitting with scouts while he was injured and we were hearing about you know that plan to at least give him some experience and to have him be around the game while he was out. Turns out it was very valuable for him. And like you said, we are seeing one of the most well-rounded baseball players the Diamondbacks have possibly ever had in the organization getting called up. And we look, we know we're putting a lot of pressure on this situation, but I think so far, I, I feel like it's not us putting the pressure on as much as he has earned this hype. But of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our code of PHNX. If you bet $5 on college football, you will get $200 in free bets instantly. Uh, that's the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Jesse, if I could put money on Corbin Carroll being an all-star, I would. If I could put money on that little <laughs> fantasy you put together about next year, about him coming in and and uh, becoming the rookie of the uh, rookie of the year for this D- Diamondbacks team, I, I would do it, right? Because... This is uh, this is exciting. Uh, I think fans are not just excited for him to come out, but I mean, this is becoming an event. Our family, our PHNX family members are all talking in the Discord, on Twitter, everywhere about getting tickets, coming out to this. This feels yeah. like one of the biggest events for the Arizona Diamondbacks that isn't related necessarily to a giveaway or another team coming into town uh, this entire season. Yeah, I I don't think there's any doubt. And I mean, honestly, this might be the biggest, like the biggest day for the Diamondbacks really since maybe I'm crazy in saying this, but I don't think so. Is this the biggest day for the Diamondbacks since like the wildcard game? Or I guess since they were in the playoffs in 2017, like has there been a bigger moment than this particular game? I don't know. I, I, I will say that there's since that time, I would say opening days maybe feel a little bit more hopeful, might have sure. a little bit more people at it than this game sure. today. I don't know if that many diehard Diamondbacks fans are out there to sell out Chase Field or anything like that tonight. But uh, like Brian Abdallah says in the comments, Justin Upton vibes again, right? And that's, yeah. that's truly, truly what it is. It's exciting. And it's not just the Justin Upton vibes because I felt like that was more of a singular experience. I feel like Corbin Carroll being added to the roster at this point, being called up more has the feeling of like a free agent being added to the team. Sure. Right. I mean, 
because he's not just a guy that we're excited about. It's a guy that we've had a chance to see how exciting he's been at every level of baseball up until this point. Yes, there's no guarantee that he comes to the major leagues and goes five for five tonight with three home runs and 10 RBI. That shit ain't happening, right? So <laughs> it's all it's like the Diamondback season, temper your expectations. But if he can come up, come up tonight, if he can come up in this series, have a couple of hits, get that, uh, what I described in the last couple of shows, just get that newness off. Just, just get through those major milestones that you do as a young player. So that way you can just kind of have it in the past, have it in the rear view, and you can start playing baseball at a major league level. It's exciting. Yeah. I know there's going to be some nerves. We've seen it from every single young guy that's been called up this season. Tommy Henry's worst start, arguably, was his first one. And since then, we've really seen him settle in and be a consistent part of the starting rotation. Alec Thomas just blew us, blew our wigs back the minute he got here, right? So yeah. th- that this feels a lot like that. And, you know, again, you don't want to set your expectations too high. But if we can see, you know, just that acclimation to the major leagues, just some production and just, you know, looking like he belongs that's that's i think all i want to see out of this first weekend or not weekend, yeah gambo first three days Gam- i should say gambo tweeted uh earlier today that it i believe corbin carroll will be batting eighth in the game it's, if gambo tweets it it's probably reliable um that, and, so. and again yeah he he tweeted it in a very positive way i think uh or a very sure way i should say confident yeah. way typically yeah. gambo if he's just speculating or kind of hears some stuff he'll he will say that this sounded like this is exactly what is happening tonight. There was yeah. some speculation and some questions on our part. And some of you guys uh, were asking us this, if, if he was even going to play tonight and there was no way to know the <laughs> Phillies are starting a lefty tonight. So it's not exactly a favorable matchup for him. But again, I think it's more, I mean, dude, the diamondbacks don't have many options when it comes to lefties any damn way. So you might as well just put him in the lineup. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, yeah, it's not like there's a whole bunch of like power hitting righties on the bench. Are you gonna you sit know, him for really? Jordan Luplo? Are you gonna sit him yeah. on night one for Jordan Luplo? No, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> oh uh, God, I mean, Stone Garrett is the one guy. I guess we maybe we expect to see Stone Garrett in the lineup tonight with a lefty on the mound. Um, but yeah, it'll be Ranger Suarez on the bump tonight for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I tweeted out this. I tweeted this out yesterday, Derek. I'm curious what you think. Is it sort of like a is there a bit of buzzkill in this, in the fact that Madison Bumgarner is on the mound for the Diamondbacks in this game? Like, wouldn't it have been just like no so comment. perfect no if, you had Zach, if you had no Zach comment. Gallen on the hill? <laughs> I want to let the D-backs PR staff know that Jesse Friedman was the one that tweeted that out. When Bad Bum <laughs> reads that, I want Mad Bum to know that Jesse Friedman tweeted that out, not Derek Montilla. Don't text me or call me. Um no, I I don't know. I get what you're saying. I mean, it would be a little bit more exciting if this was paired with a Zach Gallen start, right? I mean, or even a Merrill Kelly yeah. start. Tommy Henry, you could be excited about the 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 youth on the team, right? So, yeah, Madison Bumgarner isn't exactly the ideal starter for this kind of moment, but he's part of this rotation. It's he's going to be in there, and I what I hope to see honestly is Mad Bum come out and have a better night than he's had in the last two starts, right? He took that time off and hopefully we can see a productive Madison Bumgarner. Look, I mean, the Diamondbacks need Mad Bum. They need him to get back on track. They need him to not give up five plus earned runs every outing that he goes out there. And again, I don't give a shit about which side of the bump he pitches from. Can't be giving up that much many runs consistently and and consider that move to be a success. You can be striking out 10 guys. You're still giving up five earned runs. Uh, That... You know, again, Mad Bum, he's still kind of legendary. You know, I still feel like some people think of him as a marquee player. So I don't know. I mean, it it all depends on your perspective on it. I think for like, again, for Diamondbacks fans that are are diehard, uh, you know, that know the farm like us, know Josh Barfield, old Josh Barfield had a farm and know those players coming up. I, I, you know, I, I get why it would be more exciting to see, you know, one of the other pitchers, but I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about is Corbin Carroll coming up, getting that start, you know, just looking like a major league ball player out there. That's all I want to see. I, I don't even want to, I, like, I, we we have questions about his, you know, what, he, what his production is going to do. It's Mailbag Monday. We're going to get to all that. But look, I don't care. I just want him, I want him to have an easy, you know, entrance into the major leagues. I want him to show success. I want him to have good plate appearances, even if he goes 0 for 4. And I'd love to see him flash that defense that we've seen. He's not going to be a different player 
than what we've seen in Reno, you guys. This dude just hit a 463-foot home run the other day. Like, he hit it so hard that it's hilarious to watch the people in the outfield go looking for it. They have no <laughs> idea where it went or how far it went. Like, it was in the parking lot. Like, Stone Garrett's 500-foot home run that he hit. It's it's absurd, the power and, and the honestly, the potential that these young guys have. And that's just that's just a young guy who has absolutely just sped his way through his development in the minor league system. I mean, you know, most guys don't have the expedited uh, time in, in the minor leagues like Corbin Carroll has had, especially with the injury he had. Uh, but, you know, that's that's really that's really what this is all about. It's about getting the Diamondbacks better. It's about getting these young guys up playing time. And honestly, the excitement is a big part of this, right? We talked about yeah. people wanting to go to tonight's game. This this is exciting. And it's uh I think it's making the fan base uh you know excited for the future of this team. It really is. Uh yeah, I mean whether it's you know most exciting day since 27 since the playoffs of 2017 or not, I mean it is a very exciting day. And and it's something that we didn't have last year, Derek, like when you know, when the, when the team was struggling like they were, and obviously they were struggling in, in much worse fashion than they are this season. Um, but it just felt like even in those moments, there wasn't like there wasn't any sort of hope to grab onto. Like there, there yeah. weren't young players that you yeah. were like, oh, we're about to see this guy in the big leagues like this is going to be fun to watch, even though the product on the team isn't great. Whereas this year, it just feels so different. It's like not only are the Diamondbacks playing a lot better, uh, they just swept, you know, a, a playoff contender in the Chicago White Sox. Um, We're very mad. But, you're, we, we have beef with the CHU White Sox podcast now, by the way. Like we do. Uh, we have bad blood now. You guys know I like using the Taylor Swift lyrics. We're there's bad blood between us now, Jesse. But again, um, who shot? They first? started it. Yeah, yeah, they that's started really it. what it comes down to. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, there, the 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 future looked bleak at one point. The current roster, the current lineup looked bleak, and that has all changed very quickly. I think the 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 main thing is Drew Jones is fantastic. Having the second overall draft pick, great. A lot of pressure there. A lot of you know, yeah. a lot of hope. A lot of excitement put on him right away. Right. But one thing to remember is that neither Corbin Carroll nor Alec Thomas were considered to be as great when the diamondbacks drafted them as they've kind of became in the diamondbacks organization. If you think about that, that's exciting for the future of drew Jones, because that means that even drew Jones might get better than what we've already seen out of him or what might be better than the potential people see in his future. He might even be better than that. So it's just, like you said, it's an exciting time for the future of this team. It's an exciting time for minor league prospects as a whole, like, this is uh, a changing landscape. So not only is it exciting for the D-backs, their farm system and everything going on, but there's now talk of unionizing the minor leagues. And yeah. right now, uh, only players on the 40-man roster are protected by the union. But there is what's, what's a seemingly imminent move now, Jesse, because members of uh, what's known as the Advocates for Minor Leaguers, which is essentially kind of the union, for them. It's yeah. not a real minor leaguer, but it's, they have. it's yeah. the closest thing they have watching out for their rights and something that they can go to if they feel like they are, you know, be, their their contract or something is being violated in some way. Um, members of that group have resigned and have joined the mem- uh, MLBPA in preparation for uh, the minor, you know, to handle the minor league union as part of the MLBPA union and so that move seems imminent and that seems like one of the best things that baseball could do for minor league players in a long time right like we know we've talked about this housing situation that just came up last year which is outstanding but now to protect their rights and have these guys looked after in a different way uh, I think is an important step to not only secure their future make them better athletes but to make it more enticing for athletes to want to play this game yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a great move. I mean, the MLBPA is sort of uh, growing in influence, right? Especially yeah. um, through this last lockout negotiation, we obviously saw, you know, those, those two sides uh, go at it a little bit more in the past. And and I think a lot of that was the MLBPA uh, sort of not wanting to be a pushover. Like you could argue they've been at times in, in past years. Um, and so, you know, for minor league baseball to sort of jump on that bandwagon and get some of their leadership involved with the MLBPA is, is really a great move for them. Um, it was sort of sad to see 
you know, the MLBPA, you know, advocating for all of these things, but sort of unable to do anything for minor leaguers just because that wasn't like a part of the group that they represented. So um, this should be a a great move all the way around. And it's an easy fix, right? You make it part of it. That way, when they are covering MLB players, they are covering all of them, future players, current players. It just makes sense for it to be handled this way. And it makes sense for somebody to be looking out for these young players and, and their rights. Right. So, uh, and not only that, but Jesse actually has some fantastic information on gophnx.com about the Diamondbacks extending some of these minor league players as soon as the Diamondbacks possibly can. Um, as it stands, Cattell Marte is the only Diamondback with a guaranteed salary in 2025 and beyond. So it would be nice to see the Diamondbacks pull what the Atlanta Braves did, uh, yeah. what the Seattle Mariners are doing, uh, and just. Uh, in you know locking up their future for the long term it would be a great move be great for the young players it would be great for everybody i think and this organization is going to be built on these young guys so the key here is to have them stick around you know not only can we get excited about them now but we want to watch corbin carroll in the diamondbacks uniform for a very long time that's the goal yeah so uh, if you haven't done so already make sure to sign up for a membership over at gophnx.com you can get an annual membership which will get you a free t-shirt over at the phnx locker uh, also, if you are interested instead in a month to month option, we'll hook you up with your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, regardless of your membership options, uh, you will get members only access to our discord, which is a blast to be. Um, oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to <laughs> talk about that in a second, Jacob. We'll circle back to that. Uh, rumor <laughs> has it certain individuals who may or may not be working for the PHNX are running in the D-backs hot dog race tonight. So if you don't already have your tickets for tonight. Yeah, that's the real reason to go. Go That's the real reason to go. (laughs) All right. But if you, uh, again, if you haven't signed up for membership, do that now. Those of you that have, we appreciate you. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of our family. Of course, uh, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. And give us a little thumbs up. We always appreciate that. It can help the show. Uh, Brian Abdallah asked if we can bet on that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I mean, if we can't (laughs) bet on it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I know a guy in a colorful shirt that you might be able to find with some broccoli out in right field tonight uh, at some point. So we'll figure <laughs> something out, but oh uh, man, it's an exciting time. Oh, also if you're listening to us, I know I, I always forget the listeners, Jesse, I know the viewers are well taken care of. It's the viewers are the major leaguers. And I feel like the listeners are the minor league. We need a union for our listeners, but of course, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, leave us a five-star review. Uh, we love you for doing that as well. Oh man, Jesse, we have so many, we have so many things to talk about. We have so many things to do. Uh, Josh Hunt says students get tickets for $2, by the way, to tonight's Chase Field game. Uh, I also heard in our discord again, which is a pop and place to be, if you remember uh, that you can call them and they will give you a physical ticket for $5 instead of two. So if you want that physical ticket and keep a memory of Corbin Carroll's first major league game, which is going to be a very uh, that's a that's a very commemorative item, Jesse. I feel like I need to get yeah. Rock on here to tell us how much that ticket's going to be worth in the future. But make sure to get your physical ticket. That way you can keep it for posterity. Tell your kids where you were the night that Corbin Carroll debuted. But uh, that's all behind us. You know, that's it's Corbin Carroll Day, so we got to keep it Corbin Carroll-centric. But you know what we do around here. Every week is Shark Week. Every day is Earth Day. And every Monday, Jesse, we go to the mailbag. Uh, mailbag. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow, my mailbox. By the way, shout out to Megaran. Uh, if you saw my new profile pic today, I talked about my friend Rosario Dawson, who Jesse doesn't fucking know. Uh, so thank you to Megaran for making that profile picture happen. Jesse, I swear to God, we're going to watch a Rosario Dawson movie marathon. Uh, she she played this, a but... character in the Lego Batman movie. So now I can't I stand like... you. I really can't. No, no. See, that's where you go with that. That's where you go. Uh, Are you uh, hating you on Lego me, Batman you, right now? No, I'm not I hating on... See, now you have me hating on Lego Batman. It's a wonderful film and I love Lego <laughs> Batman. It's just that can't be your reference point for Rosario Dawson. It can't be. It can't be. Oh, uh, Leah. I need us. I need a voice of reason around here, Leah. Can can we get to the mailbag questions, please? I can't deal with this guy. Uh, Gabriel wants to know now with Corbin Carroll on the roster, how deep is our playoff run? Oh, how deep? Dear. How deep is our play? How far are we going, Jesse? Are we World Series bound now? I need to know. 
Oh man. Uh yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna kill the mood on such an optimistic day like don't this one. Um don't do it. Yeah, I won't. I'm just gonna talk about Corbin Carroll and how oh, this is a great go. day yeah. for the Diamondbacks and a great day for the franchise. And you know, as far as the playoffs are concerned, Corbin Carroll's presence can only increase uh the Diamondbacks chances in playing in October moving forward into the coming year. So that's, well that's all I'll say on that. Said. One. Well <laughs> said, I liked how you backed your way out of that. I'm just going to say, yeah, uh, you know, wild card diamondbacks, NL wild card, shock the world. <laughs> they win in the wild card round. They go on the next round. They win that round. They get to the national league championship series and that's where they lose. That's what I'm betting on. Wow, you're you're killing the dream here too. They lose in the NLCS. Hey, hey, did I not say they made the playoffs at least? You coward! You wouldn't commit (laughs) to that anyway. uh, No, I don't think anything else is gonna. It's not. It's not. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's next year. Next year is uh, is what we're talking about when it comes to that. Not this year, I think. But um, I guess I want to pose a question now that we're here. Now that the Diamondbacks have improved, now let's say the Diamondbacks win 75-plus games in 2022. How, how does that change the expectations for next year? Seriously, does does not making the playoffs in 2023 now become a bit of a disappointment based on this Ooh. upward trajectory and how we're kind of getting excited about this team? Yeah, I mean, we have a, we have a whole offseason coming up to discuss this sort of thing. But Oh, my um, God, it's time to start it now. For you, but, you but, yeah, I mean, I hear you. Like, at this point, the Diamondbacks are on pace for, I don't have the number in front of me. It's probably 75 or 76 yeah, wins. It's probably yeah. 75. If they go 500 the rest of the way, basic. I think they, get, they win 77 if they go 500. You know, yeah. that's a bit higher than, than what they're on. So, yeah, I think 75, 74 is probably where they're at right now. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, at at that point, I mean, you're talking about being six or seven games away. Like, if you can flip six or seven losses into wins, then you're a 500 baseball team. Um, And so going into next year, you know, like I said, we have a whole winter to talk about what the Diamondbacks might do and to see what they might do over the offseason. I already expect some pretty substantial bullpen uh, maneuvering, whether that's, uh, opening the door for maybe some young guys, or I, I think a, a, at the very least, what I can say is a lot of the guys in the bullpen right now, I don't think will be here next year. Um, I won't like go into specifics of who necessarily those guys are, but I think we're going to see significant turnover in the bullpen. I, um, I feel like DFA and Chris Davinsky spoke volumes about how little patience they have right now for guys yeah. that aren't that they can't rely on because Chris yeah. Davinsky was. Very reliable this year. Up until you talked to him, uh, he hadn't given up. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, I talked to him. I didn't even give him a chance, Derek. I feel bad. I talked to him about like four or five games into his career, which were four or well into his season, I should say, not his career. Um, and then things just sort of spiraled out of control shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. So I, I take full responsibility once again for what happened with Chris Davinsky, but it, I wouldn't say he was like reliable because it, honestly, it had only been about four or five um, uh, pretty solid games for him before things started to go the other way. So um, yeah, they moved on from him. And and I, I think a lot of other guys in that bullpen are, this is sort of a, sort of a final tryout, you know, down the stretch here of the last month, month and a half of the season where those guys are going to have to show something if they want to have a role in the bullpen next year. All right. Uh, Next question. If he starts tonight, what is your prediction for his stat line? I'm thinking a one for three with two walks and the one hit being a piss mile double in the gap, which, by the way, a piss missile. I'm sorry. I I miss said that. I've (laughs) never heard the phrase piss missile in my entire life. I also have not. And it makes uh, me kind of uncomfortable, but that's okay. (laughs) It does. I figured it would. That's why I'm handling this one. But uh, what do you think, Jesse? Uh, One for three with a double and two walks. I'm taking that. Uh, Do you think that that would be uh, pretty, I don't know, pretty accurate? I mean, so he's, it sounds like he's hitting eighth, like we said before. So getting five plate appearances would be a lot hitting, hitting eighth. I don't necessarily expect that. So I'm going to say he probably gets four plate appearances and I'm going to say he goes one for three and he's going to hit what people think will be a single, 
But in iconic Corbin Carroll fashion, I think he's going to stretch into a double. double. With I think the legs. that's going to happen. With the yeah. speed. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. So it'll be like one that. for three with that. And then I think he'll draw a walk as well. That would what? be, if I had to guess, that would be my, that would be my guess. Drawing a walk. I, I know this is silly, but drawing a walk for me is a big deal, right? Like if, if, if in your excitement, you can calm yourself enough at the plate to, you know, take, take enough pitches to walk. That, yeah. that I, I feel like in your first night, that shows a level of maturity. I also think that a lot of young players want to show that when they come up, right? Like Corbin Carroll seems like a very cerebral player. So I feel like, you know, that's a that's a pretty safe bet to see him come up and try to show that he has that patience already. But um, yeah, is, is today is also Mikhail Bridges day. At uh, is it? Is that today? I think that's today, right? Oh my God. I know it's it's ASU night. Right. It's ASU night because as Jacob in our chat brought up our friends from the PHNX Sun Devils. That's right. uh, Shane. He's still day or uh, Mikhail. Mikhail Bridges days tomorrow, August 30th. Okay. But is today ASU day? Today, I believe is ASU day. Okay. I believe that is true. Forks up. Suns Devils. Go Sun Devils. Uh, Shout out to our guys at the Sun Devils podcast. We're going to be in the hot dog race tonight. So make sure to stick around for that. Uh, they're going to have to cut Shane out of the hot dog costume or he's just going to wear it home. But uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm very tremendously excited to see what happens there. I I think Sean is on vacation, so I think it's going to be Totri and Shane. And I think they're going to put them up against a child. Uh, so, you know, it's wait, is it isn't Jacob one of the people doing it? Is Jacob doing it? I want to say it was I want to say it was Jacob and Shane. I need confirmation somehow that Jacob is doing it. I think Jacob is here in the chat. Maybe he's willing to share with us. I'm pretty sure Jacob is doing the hot dog race. We'll we'll do the next question and we'll circle back to this. All right. What do we got for the next question, Leah? Uh, Do we have a nickname for Corbin yet? Yes, we have several nicknames for Corbin. Uh, We have been working on it. Uh, They've been working on it in the minor leagues. The Sod Poodles chimed in. Uh, Corbin Barrels seems to be the leader right now. However, as discussed, I believe, in our Discord, that requires a very specific uh, type of hit, right? That, that, that You have to match barreling the ball in order to be called Corbin Barrels, don't you, Jesse? Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I mean, I think Corbin Carroll sort of does barrel the ball. I mean, that's sort of that's sort of what he does. Um, he doesn't necessarily barrel the ball over the fence every time, but I mean, the man is he sort of sprays line drives everywhere. That's sort of the uh, the scouting report on on Corbin Carroll. He hits the ball uh, to all fields. He has power to all fields. It's maybe a little bit more gap to gap power than it is um, home run power at this point. Um, but he does barrel up the baseball. Uh, on a consistent basis. It's a lot of, it's a lot of hard contact. So I, I think Corbin Carroll lives up to the Corbin barrels nickname for sure. All right. All right. Uh, Diamondbacks, according to Steven Peters, the third Diamondbacks just posted. Welcome to the show for Corbin on their Instagram. So we still have no official word yet. No official word. And I'm pretty sure the reason why is the corresponding moves, right? Uh, the corresponding yeah. moves and how they have to relate. Like there are guys right now in the clubhouse that are, are very nervous. They know they're on the bubble and they know there's a good chance they're going to have an unpleasant conversation today about, you know, being sent down or whatever the decision is made with their career at this point. So it's understandable for them not to make it official yet. But I mean, they did tease us last night. Now they're posting on the Instagram. So uh, I don't I don't think there's any doubt that tonight's the night. But um, yeah, also going back to Corbin Carroll's uh, big wrestling fan. Also met him several times. He's a great guy. He used to be a member of the Arizona Cardinals. So any Baron Corbin slash happy Corbin related nicknames from WWE are also acceptable. Uh, we were also sent Care Bear today, which I really like. Uh, just mm. Care Bear stare. You know, there's a lot there to work with. Uh, Cell was already wearing a Care Bear shirt at the time when that nickname came down. So that has to mean something, right? Uh, but I've been referred to uh, by friends of mine as Dare Bear. So I myself enjoy that uh, very much. You, you, know? you enjoy that. Makes yeah, sense. Do. Uh, like we that. do have we do have an official word now, Derek. The move is official. The Diamondbacks have selected outfielder Corbin Carroll from AAA Reno. The corresponding move, Diamondbacks have optioned outfielder Jordan Luplo to is. AAA Reno. That's your corresponding yep. move. So that's there that's official as of right now. And from our understanding, there is another move to be made. There it is. 
on their Instagram. That's a good graphic. I like that graphic. It is a good graphic. They did a nice. We job don't. With that. We don't have access to those pictures. I need more pictures. Of course, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna bribe the USA Today photog tonight to get us some good pictures of Corbin Carroll for the for the for, for our graphics. But uh, there's also word that Caleb Smith might be called up or uh, uh, reinstated, not called up, but uh, reinstated. Yeah, activated from the, from the injured list, right? So Which this, this email that I've received does actually not say anything about that. But Gambo did tweet that out earlier today yep. that he expects yeah. Caleb Smith to be back. Kyle Nelson also has been pitching in AAA Reno. Uh, I saw him have an outing there the other day. So Kyle Nelson uh, might not be too far away as well. Something to, something to keep in mind. Let's take a look at these uh, Corbin Carroll stats. Rated as Major League Baseball's number one prospect by The Athletic and ESPN.com, the number three by MLB Pipeline, and number five by Baseball America. Damn you, Baseball America. Uh, Among (laughs) full-season minor leaguers, he's ranked fifth in OPS and eighth in slugging. Uh, He hit 303 with 22 doubles, eight triples, 23 home runs, 61 RBI, 65 walks, and 31 stolen bases in 91 games between double a armorillo and triple a reno so get 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 excited get excited that's the point um and yeah we have plenty of time to think of nicknames they'll they'll just come to us uh photoshops me and josh are on the photoshops don't worry we got you covered uh just keep it keep it stay tuned stay tuned gabriel throws some stuff out there too as well so uh we got you covered uh and i think before we go on jesse i just want to remind everybody about uh our friends over at OGs. Uh, I think tonight is a wonderful time to celebrate. And if you're looking to do so, do so with our friends at OGs. They are Arizona's top selling edible. Uh, they have wonderful flavors. They're all about flavoring life, uh, strains, doses, whatever you need. OGs has you covered. Uh, if you're looking for them near you, you can go to ogsbrands.com or on their Instagram at OGs Brands. That's OGEEZ Brands. Uh, or find them at your local dispensary. So make sure to try them out. We are partnering with them to give you guys some free OGs and some swag as well as a membership to PHNX in our OGs PHNX flavoring life sweepstakes future closer open shirt Derek right there in the t- in, in in that ad uh three bags of OGs gummies including my favorite the orange creamsicle an OGs hat a PHNX t-shirt of your choosing and a PHNX annual membership so get down on that and make sure uh, to sign up over at gophnx.com must be 21 or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, and we're not, that's not our only, that's not our only giveaway. We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, our monthly last Wednesday at four peaks is right around the corner. So join us all day at four peaks on August 31st for food, fun, and merriment. Of course, beer being part of the merriment. Uh, they have a wonderful selection of beer and you can try out all of the beers that they have to offer. That way, you know your favorite. You know which one to go pick up from the grocery store when it's time to do that. Uh, But speaking of last Wednesday, we'll be announcing our next winner for our Four Peaks Toast of the Month sweepstakes this Wednesday. Uh, That winner will get a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So hurry up and go sign up now. Go to gophnx.com or click the link below in the show notes. Must be 21 years or older and enjoy responsibly. Perfect way to celebrate today's momentous occasion. OGs four peaks beer. Uh, more questions. Still mailbag Monday. We got more questions. What you guys got? Uh, I'm not. E- look, look. I'm not even gonna try to say that name. Um, you know who you are, Mister L. Uh, <laughs> what are your ideal outfield DH rotations with Carol being called up? And this is actually a question we got uh, a few times. I think the next question is also very similar about our outfield. DH rotations with Carol. That's what everybody kind of wants to know. Um, and I, it's hard. It's, it's hard in a good yeah. way, but it's yeah. hard right now. Uh, first, we need to see Corbin Carroll come up and play, you know, at a major league level, I think, before we make any definitive uh, decisions. But, you know, obviously, Corbin Carroll being right field, Alec Thomas center field, Jake McCarthy left field, or it doesn't matter. They're really interchangeable left field, right field. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah. even starting Corbin Carroll in left field a little bit just to get his feet wet. Um, and then, you know, cause Jake yeah. McCarthy's been doing an outstanding job in the outfield. So there's no reason to like rush him right into uh, a, a spot like that. I mean, Dalton Varsho is another guy that's been doing an incredible job, uh, in right field as well. But I, I, I would imagine getting those guys out in the outfield and, you know, having Varsho and Stone Garrett, uh, DHing, having Varsho backing up Carson Kelly behind the plate. 
uh, at least for me right now, that's that's the ideal rotation. Uh, I, I would want to see those three guys getting the most playing time at this point with, again, Garrett and Varsho uh, factoring in. Uh, uh, you know, they're never going to play the same lineup every single day. So we're we're going to yeah. we're going to get a rotation like that. But that's that at least that's how I see it breaking down right now. Yeah, it is really hard. Uh, I know yesterday we talked about how the two corresponding moves in, in, in my mind as of yesterday that they could make were sending down Jordan Luplo. Um, or also sending down Cooper Hummel. Those were kind of the main moves in my mind. Uh, and the Cooper Hummel move was of particular significance because if the Diamondbacks had chosen to do that, it would mean that Dalton Varsho is your backup catcher. There are no other catchers on the active roster. So the fact that Cooper Hummel is still here means that he's the backup catcher, and it means right. that Dalton Varsho is probably still playing majority outfield. Maybe he still gets a spot here or there uh, catching, but primarily Dalton Varsho is still an outfielder and he's primarily been playing right field. So I, my guess is that Varsho will stick in right field. Most of the time, Alec Thomas will stick in center field. Most of the time. And Corbin Carroll will probably play in left field again. Most of the time, there's going to be some variability with all of this stuff. Um, you also have stone Garrett in there. Um, my guess is that they're going to lean toward the DH maybe a little bit with Stone Garrett, uh, sure. just given that he's not quite the defender that those other guys are. Um, and then you've also got Jake McCarthy. And so Jake McCarthy at this point maybe becomes uh, a fourth outfielder type, which you, you hate to say because he's been playing so well. Uh, I think he's sort of like a fourth outfielder who will still play very frequently uh, just between giving all those guys days off, maybe getting Dalton Varsho a game at catcher. Um, you've got the DH to work with, which you can shuffle guys in and out. Um, so it it is a mess, Derek. I mean, there's no getting around the fact that it is sort of an impossible puzzle to fit together. Um, but you can kind of see how with a framework of Carroll and left, Thomas and center, Varsho and right in general, you can kind of move some things around and move some pieces around, get some guys some day uh, some days off in order to make sure that Stone Garrett and Jake McCarthy still get a reasonable amount of playing time. Um, we had some questions from the chat, and I know I did. I Bees Bees said that they wished they would have asked he was asked it on here, but uh, let's get Bees question up there. Bees asks, "Will ba banning the shift will only enhance the baby backs play style? Right, putting the mm -hmm. ball in play, heavy base running, absolutely." Absolutely. I don't see how it couldn't. Right. I mean, these guys hit the ball hard, but like Jesse said, it wouldn't be any surprise at all to see Corbin Carroll tonight, turn a single into a double. That's something we've obviously seen Jake McCarthy do this season and just terrorize uh, opposing teams on the base path. And we also know that Alec Thomas and several other players on this team uh, can move. Right. So like, that's the yeah. exciting part about that banning of the shift next year. That's absolutely, uh, you know, going to add to this entire situation. Not to mention, I think the Diamondbacks are going to be an athletically gifted team themselves. So they're going to have, I yeah. think, an advantage oh, yeah. when they have Cattell Marte back healthy playing second base. They have the infield in place the way it is. The outfield that you guys now want to give a nickname to, which totally deserves it. I saw snakes on a plane. <laughs> uh, I saw uh, several other ideas. So I like it. Uh, snakes in the grass. I like uh, Brian says could go simple. It's snakes in the grass. I like there snakes you go. in the grass. I like I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. One, one thing I do want to say on on the bees question, which is a really good question, um, and some that something that I'm sure we'll talk about more during the off season. Uh, the flip side is that the Diamondbacks are actually, I think, by far the best team at using shifts in baseball. So like cool. in terms of benefiting themselves from the shift, making sure that defenders are in the right spots in order sure. to turn as many of those infield grounders into outs as possible, the Diamondbacks rank very, very highly at doing that. And I think they're probably by a significant margin uh, the best in the game at, at doing that. That's been a big asset for them. So while it, it will help them um, in some of these ways that we're talking about with, you know, these guys who have outrageous speed and uh, there might be some, you know, some more infield singles that guys are able to run out as a result of there being no shift. The flip side is the Diamondbacks might be a little bit hurt defensively because that's been a real asset for them over the last few years using the shift uh, to their advantage to try to try to turn some of those grounders into outs. So uh, we'll have to see. It seems like most people are still saying that on the whole, a shiftless baseball is not going to make that big of a difference. That seems to be what I'm hearing from most people. Uh, the Diamondbacks don't have a whole lot of those hitters like, you know, guys who who pull the ball 
like, you know, extremely often and don't really do anything else. They have a lot of hitters who spray the ball all over. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think their hitters will be hurt maybe as much as, as some, or I guess be helped as much as some guys who are more pull heavy, who maybe they have a little bit more of an advantage now without a shift. Sure. Um, but well, and, it'll, and it'll be interesting. Say, it's not to say the shift is completely banned, right? They're, they're, you're still yeah. able to shift to a degree. There's just going to be rules to it. Like you can have your third baseman all the way up to second base. I think still like they just can't, cross over onto the other side of second base you yeah. can't have that those extra men on that side right but there's nothing saying you can't shift your second baseman over some and have the third baseman potentially just play second and some just some things like that sure. like, there's still some options but there's going to be weird rules about how many feet you have to have in the infield like i think you have to have your feet in the infield dirt so like i, I don't know if that's going to be the the full rule but there's there's things like that about the shift that are going to be implemented so shifts will still be there it's just not going to be as dramatic as it is now where it takes away the right side of the field completely for pool hitters like you said so yeah uh, that's going to be fun and i'm already making a snakes in the grass shirt up here it's already what the shirt's going to look like uh silhouette that's a good idea of, of like corbin carroll and alec thomas on there uh because uh, they all have great hair right we're gonna see three guys with great hair in the outfield the flow is going to be immaculate, and so are the vibes. Uh, but I know, like I said, we have other questions, and the questions are essentially similar to that. Uh, by the way, I do want to get to Chris Melton's question. Is this your game shirt, Derek? What do you think? Does this not look like the shirt with the guy with the broccoli? Do you, uh, am I not a man of my word? Am I it's not going to be dancing out on? <laughs> like, Jesse's going to be filming me. We're going to be out in the right field concourse <laughs> doing a little dance at some point. So. Uh, make sure to find us out there. We'd love to say hi to you guys. And I don't know. I got these wrestling cards with my stupid face on it that I might bring if anybody wants one. So uh, make sure to find me at Chase Field. Uh, Jesse, we got more questions, I think. But like I said, they are similar. So let's take a look what we got. Um, that We already know that one. Who is he replacing on yeah. the roster? Luplo or Hummel? I think everybody kind of had Luplo on their radar as far as a potential replacement. But... Jesse, the question I'm getting on Twitter right now after the news has come down is if Luplo still had options, what took them so long to call up Stone Garrett? What took them so long to option Jordan Luplo down? Like, no offense yeah. to Luplo, but the man has not been good recently. And, you know, with the options this team has, it is kind of baffling that he's been uh, as bad as he has since June and still remained on this roster. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, Jordan Luplo does have an option, which I guess is being used right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think a guy like Jordan Luplo, he has enough experience in the big leagues that the Diamondbacks are going to stand by him. And and it's it's no secret, Derek, that like this front office tends to stick by guys a little bit longer than I think a, a lot of people would like. That's sort of been a trend over the years. Sure. Um, we saw Alex Avila, you know, just get opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, despite how much he was struggling. The Diamondbacks have, have sort of been that team for a while, where if they have a guy who's established, you know, and Jordan Luplo is still pretty established in terms of being able to hit left-handed pitching. He's been very, very good at that over the last few years. And so I think the D-backs just sort of figured out it's only a matter of time before he turns things around. Um, and unfortunately, that's not what's happened. Um, he's he's just sort of continued to struggle, um, not just against righties, but, but against lefties too. And once he's not able to hit lefties, then he sort of loses his value because that's really what he's here to do. Um, and Stone Garrett is, is hitting extremely well, right? I mean, Stone Garrett, it's uh, he hasn't played much, but it's hard to ask for anything more than what he's done. I think he's like seven for 18 or something like that uh, to start his career and uh, hit his first big league home run in the game yesterday. So at this point, Stone Garrett sort of becomes your Jordan Luplo, you know, your, your right-handed hitter um, that you can use, especially against lefties. And, and they'll probably try to work him in a little bit against righties as well. So we're not getting Roberto Castellanos, Tyler Gilbert, or Nick Ahmed back this season. But with that being said, we're not. the Diamondbacks have Caleb Smith, who, according to reports from Gambo, could get called up uh, or, or reinstated from the injured list as early as today. Kyle yep. Nelson is also on the injured list, uh, the 15-day IL, and Kenyon Middleton. So I guess the question there, as uh, our next question kind of comes into play, uh who who goes so let's take a look at that next question first i'm getting ahead of myself just a little bit but uh with carol being called up these are the outfielders for now who stays who goes on this journey and who's trade bait 
right? So we have 40-man roster guys that are going to be coming back, and we also have all of these outfielders. Um, and Sean McNally says one's out uh, as outfielders, Hummel and Luplo, which seem to be the consensus. It's understandable, yeah. but Hummel still has that versatility of being a catcher. So we still don't know how right. – how long he's going to factor in here, but we do have right now Varsho, Thomas McCarthy, Garrett Carroll, all here at the same time, Paven Smith on the DL or on the IL, right? But no, he's not Uh Paven Smith is actually off the IL. He's just in the minors right now. So um, he's actually not injured. He's just not on the major league uh, roster yet, but he is on the 40 man. So when, when these pitchers come back, pitchers that the diamondbacks need, uh, who, what do you think happens? Do you think we start seeing, um, Hummels and Luplos potentially DFA'd, or what do you? Where do you think we go from here? We yeah, Hummel on the forty man. We have Yanni Hernandez on the forty man. I mean, there are, there are a couple of guys that are are I think right there on the bubble that are options potentially to uh, be DFA'd by this team. Yeah, I mean, it's, so as far as the outfielders go, and and again, this is the impossible question that we keep coming back to of like, how do you sort through all these guys? As of right now, the three guys that I think of as being, you know, of the clearest value moving forward and going into the future, it's Dalton Varsho, Alec Thomas, and Corbin Carroll. Just in terms of uh, their prospect rankings, in terms of how good just, they were expected to be. I just be. gasped in McCarthy. I just gasped in the language yeah, of McCarthy. And, 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 I, and I hate to do that because Jake McCarthy has been so good. And that's why this is not in any way like uh, an end of story sort of thing. Like Jake totally. McCarthy absolutely could play his way over any of those guys, really. Um, but I, I think with McCarthy, the bat is sort of the question long term, whether that can hold up. Uh, looking at some of the numbers of, of what he's done over the last month or two, it's super impressive. Um, but I think there are some questions about how sustainable that really is for him. Uh, he's not really hitting for power. It's been a lot of singles and uh, which I mean, which works for him. I mean, he's turning these singles basically into doubles by stealing bases like every other time he's on base. So uh, he's been outstanding. But those are the three guys, Derek, that, that I go back to is like, OK, if I'm going to bet on like who has a chance at really being an all star level player in this league, you know, two, three years down the road. Those are the three guys that I that I'm I'm going to. And then, of course, when Drew Jones, you know, if and when Drew Jones gets here in in a few years, hopefully, then it, you know, the, the whole thing just goes haywire. Uh, but the the Diamondbacks will be in a different position at that point. They might have had to answer some of these questions already. Um, and so that's that's something that they'll have to figure out a little bit further down the road. And that's not a bad problem. Not a bad problem to have at all. Not a bad um, problem. Yeah. Bam just commented that the D-backs just posted a video of Carol entering the D-backs clubhouse at Chase. Try to talk. We better get over there. Try to tell me. We better get over there. Yeah, we got to wrap this shit up. We got, we got, (laughs) we got Corbin Carroll day to celebrate. I am dressed to dance, Jesse. That's what I am there for to do. So, uh, of course, we thank you guys. We thank our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, They make this whole thing possible. We can't do it without them. And we hope you guys are enjoying using their app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. If you haven't done so already, Brand new customers can bet $5 on college football. There's also the first Sunday of the NFL season right around the corner. Uh, so either of these things, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on Sunday. Uh, that's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. That's for the NFL. You can also bet $5 on any football game in the college realm, and you will also get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, and most importantly, you guys, uh, it's it's where I spend all my time. It's how It's how I pay for trips to Hollywood to go be Hollywood guy with my rapper friends. That's how I do this stuff, but uh, mostly live betting, make sure to get down live betting, same game parlays. Uh, When the NFL season starts, maybe get down on an entire slate of games. You don't even have to bet more than 50 cents. And you would be surprised at the uh, ridiculous amount of money you can win. If you get all of those legs of your parlay. So make sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, and see show notes for details, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, and that's not the only friend we want you to go check out. Like I said, 
Football season's here. We know you got to get ready. Foco.com has you covered for football season, college football season, hockey season's around the corner. Jesse, basketball season's around the corner. Suns, Suns have a New Jersey, Jesse. I need the New Jersey. It's the sunburst. I need it all. Yeah. I need all of the stuff. Your dog needs licensed merch. We talk about that all the she time. She does. Dog's very picky. She's very picky. Uh, we got to get her a, a pink Diamondbacks jersey so she can match my dog. And then we have dogs and matching Diamondbacks jerseys. But, of course, they have the licensed gear for both of our dogs. For men, women, children, everything from bobbleheads to Crocs to swimwear. You don't need swimwear anymore. Now what you need is a, you need a nice, lightweight jacket. Nice, lightweight hoodie for this time of the year that's coming up. It's not ready yet. I know. You just want to be prepared. Get, a, get your stuff ahead of time. Head over to FOCO.com. Use our code of PHNX or click the description in the link below and you will get 10% off for all non-presale items. So get yourself a bobblehead before the season's over. Commemorate. The 2022 season have one bobblehead that reminds you you didn't get any other bobbleheads this year. That's what you need in your life. But of course, we thank them. We thank you guys. We thank you so much for being here. We want to thank Corbin Carroll for existing and for being a tremendous baseball player <laughs> and for allowing us to celebrate this day with him. Of course, you can follow us. We'll be at Chase Field. You can literally follow us around or you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. That is on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are we're closing down. We, we're on our last few days of setting up our amazing new office space. We can't wait for you guys to see it. I can't wait to be. I'm sick of this, Jesse. I won't lie. I'm tired of looking at your face on the. We <laughs> we got over this. You're here now. You and I are so geographically close. There's no reason why we shouldn't be in the same room together. So <laughs> this all ends after this week. But we want to thank our friends over at More Furniture because they uh, they took our office to an 11. Uh, it was a, it was at a was that an eight before? Pretty good eight. Uh, it's through the roof now. Uh, between all of the recliners and the wonderful furniture, uh, desks and such that we have, our office is looking incredible. We can't wait for you guys to see it we also uh couldn't have done it without our friends over at more furniture for hooking us up uh new studio new furniture the whole nine yards so if you're interested in checking out some new furniture for your home and your office go to morefurniture.com uh, for their labor day sale where you can get yourself the best deals of the year over at morefurniture.com you always go on a you always go on a day like that you always labor day memorial day Corbin Carroll Day. These are days that people have great sales. Remember that for the future uh, and celebrate accordingly. But again, we thank you guys so much for being here. I look forward to actually seeing Jesse Friedman in person tonight at Chase Field. Uh, and all of you guys, thank you again so much for joining us and being here for the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we always appreciate your time and, and thank you for joining us. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when Corbin Carroll plays baseball.